0: Hey everyone, it's Pastor Matt. Grab a beer, open the Bible, and ask some questions. This is Beers and Bibles. Episode 21, George Killian's Irish Red and John 21. We come to the end of Season 1 of Beers and Bibles, and I want to thank you for listening. I've uh, I really enjoyed going through the Gospel of John, and I wanted to finish it off with something that was a little bit of a joyful note for me, George Killian's Irish Red was a beer my dad always had in his fridge. It's not uh, the greatest beer in the world. It's not the best beer in the world, but you know it's a baseline for a lot of people. If they want to get a red, if they want to get an Irish Red beer, uh, they order up a Killian's. I've got to say it's just uh, it's something neat to celebrate with as we close out this first season. We're jumping into the to the text. I'll get to the beer review later, but we're jumping in with John twenty one verse one. After this, so after the resurrection, after Jesus had revealed himself to the disciples, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called Didymus, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into the boat. But that night, they caught nothing. Now, this is kind of a striking thing to me. After Jesus has resurrected, after Jesus has appeared to his disciples, they kind of go on sabbatical. They kind of go to the shore. At least they're out of the upper room. But he's going back to what he knew before. Peter, I think, at this point, is still wrestling with guilt and shame related to his denying of Jesus. And so he goes back to what he knew before. He used to be a fisherman. I, I just, I kind of love this. Like if you were a professional fisherman, if you knew what you were doing and some guy yells at you from the shore that you don't know and don't recognize, Hey, cast your nets on the other side of the boat. Um, do you know how boats work? I mean, the fish aren't going to only swim on one side of the boat. Why are you telling me to cast my nets on the other side of the, of the boat? You're not making any sense. Random guy. I don't know. And yet they listened kind of a, kind of an interesting thing. And then it worked. Verse 7, that disciple whom Jesus loved, John, said to Peter, It is the Lord. And when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and he threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but were about a hundred yards off. When they got out on the land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with fish laid on it and bread. I mean, Jesus just has the has the charcoal fire ready to go. He has the fish on the fire. He has the bread ready to go. Jesus is a man prepared because he's God. He can do anything he wants. In verse 10, Jesus said to them, "Bring some of the fish that you have just caught." So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. Some people have asked, you know, is there any significance in the number 153? Why were there 153 fish? Most of the reasonable conversation I've heard around this is, they told you how many fish they caught. It was just a detail of the story that they wanted to include. There's no other significance or extra significance in the, in the conversations I've had. The verse continues, Although there were so many, the net was not torn. And Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. And Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so would the fish. This is now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Now, this is just three opportunities that the disciples had in the first couple of weeks that Jesus was alive to spend time with him. Like, where was he? What is he doing? Where is he going? Why isn't he spending more time with the disciples if he's only got a little bit of time left? Kind of a frustrating thing, I think, if I was with the disciples. I'd want as much time with Jesus as I, as I possibly could get. Verse 15 When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. from denying Jesus three times, is asked by the Lord three times, do you love? Jesus restoring Peter completely. Jesus saying, don't fish on the sea, fish on the land. Don't fish for that which swims. Fish for that which breathes eternal life. Fish for people and give them life follow me. Verse 20, Peter turned back and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them. The one who also had leaned back against him during the supper and had said, Lord, who is it that is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is it to you? You follow me. So the saying spread among the brothers that this disciple was not to die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not to die, but if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things and who has written these things. And we know that his testimony is true. Now there are many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books That would be written. So ends the Gospel of John. Truly, if we go back to the very beginning, if we go back to John 1, uh, these words are written for you and me, that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, who came into the world, that we might have life in his name. Chapter 1, verse 14, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and and truth. This is who Jesus is for you and me. He is grace and truth in our lives. Jumping into the beer review, we've got George Killian's Irish Red. It's a 5.4% ABV. It's a red lager. I mean, it's got that deep ruby red color. It's got some toasted caramel characteristics that, uh, that they mention in their write-up. I'll say this, because it's a beer that I've been drinking probably since I turned 21, it's always had a soft spot in my heart. It's Again, it's not the best red that I've ever had. It's not the worst red. And I'd, I'd say it's just right there in the middle, uh, slightly above average. I'm going to rate it a 3.5 out of 5 because it's got some some good notes, and, and I think it's definitely worth drinking. If it's the only beer we've got and I'm in the mood for a red, that's what I'm going to grab. I'm going to grab a Killian's Irish Red. Certainly there are other beers that I'd rather have, including last week's Cakewalk, uh, which I rated a 4. But, you know, I'd say this is a better beer than most. And uh, even though I think now it's owned by one of those massive conglomerates, they're still brewing it the same way it's been brewed way back uh, in, in the day. And uh, I loved what uh, what they wrote on the website uh, that George, back in 1864, brewed his beer for one simple reason, to drink and enjoy with friends and i hope this is what beers and bibles has been for you in season 1 an opportunity to drink and enjoy with friends and to dive into god's word together if you've got any questions if you want to uh, to see a, a book or a topic discussed on beers and bibles you can always let me know pastor matt at holycrossoxford.com or you can text 2482744676 cheers to you and to yours thanks again for listening This is Beers and Bibles. No beer or Bible experience necessary. You're invited to follow Jesus, learn, and grow.